0: This is Professor Raymond Noby, Department of Ancient History, log entry number two. I believe I have made a significant find in the Castle of Candler. Having journeyed there with my wife Henrietta, my daughter Annie, and associate professor Ed Gettler. It was in the rear chamber of the castle that we stumbled upon something remarkable. Uh-huh. Radio
1: once again, you ask the same shit you ask
2: you every week. But I'll indulge you, you creepy English tart. I'm here for my
1: weekly stash of Teddy Mags, my favorite choco bar in the whole wild world, Toblerone, and my lotto tickets.
2: Who <gasps> <laughs> found a shingle? I have one! Surprise, motherfucker.
3: still here.
2: They're after us. They know we're still in here. They're after the place. They don't know what they Just remember. Remember that they want to be in here. What the hell are they? They're us, that's all. There's no more room in hell.
0: Good evening, we learned a new term this year. You might have heard it. Some people were trotting out Gray Thursday to describe the stores that were open on Thanksgiving Day to get a jump on the shopping season that normally begins with Black Friday. What?
2: This is something my granddaddy used to tell us. You know Macumbo? Food. Granddad was a priest in Trinidad. He used to tell us, No more room in hell. The dead will walk dear.
0: While the gray was meant to signify a kind of retailing gray area, the black in Black Friday, of course, means in the black. Positive sales to start off the season. There was a time when this day every year was not synonymous with injuries, trampling incidents, and riots, but it has happened again as Americans get all worked up into a shopping frenzy. morning to you. We do begin with breaking news. Shots ring out outside of a department store filled with holiday shoppers. Happened in the parking lot of Coles in suburban Chicago. Several people are hurt, including police officers. No officers were shot. None of the injuries said to be life-threatening. Witnesses say a suspect tried to shoplift from the store and ran
2: to a getaway car. A vehicle on the scene is riddled with bullet holes. Surprise, motherfucker. You are listening to Sam Driver,
0: Garibond. cross you may know me from the internet <laughs> then again you may not. I've been asked by the incomparable Mo porn from that famous podcasting institution drunk on VHS to say a few words in promotion of his show and drunk on VHS.com as it's coming back to the internet and we're all really thrilled. I'm not quite sure why Mo couldn't do it himself but there it is. It's not like I was busy or anything. In fact, I lie around my apartment in just my Power Ranger underpants waiting for his Lordship Mo Porn to set me a task that only ultimately benefits him clearly he had other far more pressing matters to attend to. Maybe he was doing a series of pictograms depicting his favourite bacon-based stains. Who knows? It's Mo. He can be cataloging the number of appearances of a dwarf's nipple from a black-and-white underground abuse movie of the 1960s. He can be lining up his Burt Reynolds video covers in order of ludicrous facial poses and wig status. Clearly it's much easier if I stop everything I'm doing, audiobooks, interviewing Robert Davy, performing acts of pleasure on a photograph of Miami Bialik, the actress from Blossom, to tell you all that Drunk On VHS is back. Follow Drunk On VHS on Facebook, Twitter and read articles and listen to brand new shows every week on DrunkOnVHS.com Now leave me alone Mo Well, <laughs> unless you need me to guest in which case I'm your man
2: <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker Oh, she will back more vicious as Ilsa harem keeper of the oil sheiks This time she's Kadeen Guardian of the royal harem. With her black beauties, velvet and satin. She's the real power behind the throne of El Sharif. A half-mad, lust-crazed, oil despot. More wine for my friends. <laughs> With his unlimited wealth and power, he can indulge in any pleasure, satisfy every perversion. <sighs> and if anyone betrays him, his justice is <laughs> and cruel <laughs> Under his tyrannical rule, slave markets still flourish, where beautiful women are sold as harem girls. Here is where they're taught all the ancient, exotic lovemaking techniques. Here they learn to obey.
3: Nick, bitch!
2: Or die. For those who learn these love lessons well, there is El Sharif. For others, there is Ilsa and her love
3: technique.
2: Here the sheikh's erotic excesses are cleverly disguised.
3: Here,
2: young girls are brutally force fed. <coughs> turned into grotesque fertility symbols for African tribal chiefs.
3: And your uh, breasts will collapse and uh, fall from your body. Is that what you wish?
2: Defy I'm the so Kadin, and you'll tired. pay the price.
3: I was the
2: same. <coughs> She's dead. <coughs> black. Thirsty. And with her black bodyguards to help her, punishment is swift and terrible. Ah! Though she's vicious, she's still a woman with a woman's
3: passion. Man that comes to me will not have to be dragged like some slave.
2: And if a man is strong and unafraid...
3: Ah!
2: Ah! <laughs> Ilsa, harem keeper of the oil sheiks. Using fear, terror, torture, and an army of desperate fanatics, no one can stop them. (laughs) (laughs) With brutal fury, she enslaved an empire and shot the
3: world. (laughs) I'm <laughs> not
2: there? Did he leave already? <laughs> Good. So we got the whole weekend again. Perfecto. So uh listen, honey, I, I got this new fantasy about dressing up in your husband's clothes and playing Captain Kirk and going where no man has ever gone before. How's that, Greg? Yeah. Yeah, get the handcuffs. I love it.
3: I see you later. Ow.
2: Hey bartender, when you get through with her, can I borrow it? Uh, no, my brother. You got to get your own. Surprise, motherfucker.
1: there, everybody, is a weird little mixtape that I decided to put together of Goblin and a bunch of other shit that I decided that, uh, why not? Let's go for it. Um, Obviously, I'm Derek Carey, host of Astro Radio Z, and uh, just in the spirit of putting out a podcast every week, which I don't get to do very often because I just don't have the time. I decided to put one out, a little tiny one, just to kind of tide everyone over. Because over the next month or so, it's going to be kind of hard for me to get a podcast together the traditional way that we've been doing it so far by getting everyone together. And plus, right now, I don't really have a topic to sit and talk about. So... I hope this little 20-minute mixtape I made of Goblin and uh, a great band called Sand Rider, uh, Gorgon that was on there, and I also had a clip from Ilsa, Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheiks, which is one of my favorite sexploitation films, She-Wolf of the S.S., which is obviously not Nazi exploitation, and then uh, the Tigris of Siberia, which was easily the weakest of the three. But I always loved Harem Keeper of the Oil Sheets. It's a nasty little film. If you get a chance, check it out. Uh, Sleaze beans, you'll love that. Go do it. Um, Also, did a little tribute to Black Friday, something that I loathe more than just about anything else on the face of the planet. So I hope you enjoyed that a little bit. Um, Why Goblin? And why Goblin Forever? (laughs) Eric Arsnow and I went to see Goblin last night in Milwaukee um, at Turner Hall for the second time in the last couple months. And it was awesome. And I really love Goblin. I've always loved Goblin. And obviously, you've heard me say this before. I'm a huge Dario Argento fan. So seeing Goblin live was kind of a, a weird experience because there. I think there was one point at the Chicago show where I believe it wasn't until like Tenebrae turned on, which was a song that played earlier in this episode, um, that I stood there and I looked over at Eric and said, this is really fucking happening right now. And uh, what do I mean by that? What I mean is, when I was growing up watching Dario Jano films and hearing this music, which subsequently I'd go out and find the soundtracks and I'd actually listen to the music outside of the films themselves, I never once in my entire life ever expected or thought that I would ever ever, 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 ever see the musicians that made that music play it live in front of me it's awesome, it was a really strange kind of uh, giddy nostalgia feeling that uh, made me have to go see them again (laughs) Because the first show in Chicago was really great. Um, Claudio Simonetti was there, but they also had a couple uh, session guys that they brought in uh, to cover on drums and bass. Because there's a rift between those guys and Claudio. Um, The first show was really great. The Chicago crowd was really energetic. They played a lot of stuff. Uh, The first half of the show was mostly just straight up uh, goblin. Uh, just like their their music outside of the soundtrack work, which a lot of it got appropriated by other uh, Italian sh- schlockmeisters. They took that album, which was Roller, and they used a lot of that music because it sounds so similar to the stuff that they did in Profondo Rosso and in uh, like some of the subsequent films. That they did exclusively for Argento, but uh, the first half of the concert was mostly stuff from Roller and Back to Goblin, and stuff like that. But then they kind of switch over to straight soundtrack music for the second half of the show, and uh, there were, the differences between the two shows was obviously Simonetti's music was actually brought to the forefront a little bit on the you know the soundtrack. Uh, section of the show where the first show we got to hear stuff from Phenomena, which is one of my favorite themes. Um, in the second show, we didn't. But what did we get in the second show? We got a tighter band. It's it's amazing when you have the entirety of Goblin minus Claudio. That band is amazing. That rhythm section made such a huge difference. Um, They were really groovy, they played around with the music, it wasn't just straight exactly what you expected it to be, Um, I loved it. I thought the second show, Minus Simonetti, was actually a better band, and they, uh, they had a lot of fun, I liked it a lot, but... Both of the shows were super great. Super, super great. If you have the opportunity, please go check them out. Who knows if they're going to come back around. This tour has been pretty successful for them, I'd imagine. So I bet you they'll be back around. But who knows? They might not. They might just think, okay, this was it. That's all done. And, uh... As horror fans, you owe it to yourself. to Go check these guys out. They were just top shelf. They have the movies playing, like a mix of the movies playing behind them while they do the soundtrack music. It's just great. It's a really fun thing. The only kind of cringeworthy thing, which is kind of uh, maybe it's a cultural thing, was that they have a dancer that comes out and does interpretive dance <laughs> to some of the music. And uh, she's a while she's a beautiful girl, it's kind of awkward. Op- awkward <laughs> she just uh there's a couple of the dances where it's just kind of weird, but that could just be my personal taste. I'm sure some people really dug it. I personally pff, just not my thing so yeah. That's why all the goblin. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm hoping we'll have uh, the end of the year show where we'll go through because we did one last year where uh, I picked you know the top films that I watched this year, and then the worst films that I watched this year, and uh, we'll. You know, kind of jam out on that a little bit. I don't know who I'll have on that show. I know the last one we did, I had Mark the Movie Man. I'm sure I can twist his arm and get him on there. Um, But that might be a smaller show as well because I don't know if that's a show that we can get a full group on because then everyone will want to chime in on their own films. And even though, yeah, we run long most of the times, I don't think we need a five-hour-long Astro Radio Z episode. I don't want to edit that shit. Fuck it. No way, dude. So, look for that. There will be at least one more episode before the year's done. And then next year, who knows? We'll go on. We'll have... I know I have a few in my pocket, but I kind of want to wait on them a little bit. So... Hopefully, guys, stick around. I hope you dig what uh, we've been doing with the show this year. I know it was kind of a strange year where at the beginning of the year, uh, Corey and I were jamming out lots of interviews with lots of different varying directors from John Fizzano to uh, Chris Seaver and uh, Todd Cook. And then uh, we had James Balsamo and uh, Lloyd Kaufman and Tim Ritter and all these great guys and Lori Bowen. And, uh, it was awesome, but then Corey had decided to step away, and then I took over and decided to, you know, change the show a little bit, um, and I hope you guys did I've been getting some really good feedback, um, that you guys are digging the show, and that, uh. Makes me feel like I'm doing something worthwhile because <laughs> I just have so much going on that it's amazing that I ever find time to actually do this show at all. So if you guys do dig this show, have any ideas for me or would like to come on the show, please go to the Astro Radio Z Facebook page, message me, let me know, say, hey, Derek, love the show. Derek, the show's a pile of fucking garbage. Derek, I think I could contribute something to this show. I'd love to come on. please. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from everybody. Have every single last one of you on my show at some point talking about some crazy bullshit like we always do. So until then... Please check Astro Radio Z out on Tumblr. I have all of the episodes up there listed, you know, sequentially, along with a bunch of classic episodes with Corey on there. And uh, there's some great back episodes with like Ted V. Michaels and Her- or Herschel Gordon Lewis and Tim Ritter and all that shit. Please go back, listen to that stuff, and also check out Mark the Movie Man and my new podcast, Film Jerks, which uh, kind of. Coincides with the Facebook group that I run, of a bunch of filmmakers and film fans that I know. Uh, we do kind of like a monthly monthly roundtable uh, discussion. We all pick a movie to watch, and then it's kind of like a book club. It's like Oprah's book club, but for sickos. So if you kind of like do talking about film, and uh, you don't want to come on a radio show and have to actually talk to people, you'd rather just type away on a message board, please check out film jerks on facebook um join it i'll let you on in and uh we'll sit and talk about some weird films because that seems to be what everyone is picking at it so check out that we have a new podcast with that called film jerks check that out and also alert the DVD of Swamp Head has finally dropped. You can buy your copy of Cinematic History right now from Briarwood Entertainment. Go to briarwoodentertainment.com. They have not only the DVD, the special deluxe edition of Swamphead on DVD, they have the VHS DVD combo in which you get all sorts of crazy shit. With that, Um, while supplies last, it's only limited to 100 copies. So please, go pick up some Swamp Head. Support us. Let us know that you like filthy, stupid, crash shit. And go buy Swamp Head. Also, check out Screaming in High Heels, another documentary that I was a part of. And look out, coming soon, next year, our anthology film, hole in the wall. So from Derek Carey, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Astro Radio Z. Until next time, here's a track from my buddy Eric, who I had talked about previously. Eric Arsnow, his band Tiger Knight, Tarantula. Give it a listen. See you next time.
3: I wash on the drain Waiting for me to sleep So you can crawl back in my brain And I'm just like the cat Hunting you slide up the wall Grappin' on the nails, we never catch nothing at all And I'm bored With always being afraid I'm bored with the same old shallow brain. Motherfucker